0: Alrighty. And, okay. (laughs) Alright. What's going on, guys? Nah, fuck, that's too cringe, isn't it? It is too (laughs) cringe.
1: It's way too cringe.
0: (laughs) Uh, Hello, and welcome to the first official Poorly Timed Podcast. Hello, hello. We're your hosts, Bailey and Taj, and I reckon we'll just jump straight into it. Taj, what do you want to talk about today?
1: Well... First up, op- topic on the agenda is a bit once again poorly timed, but mm. the Last Jedi came out last year, and we're not happy with it. Um, and we're here to talk about it.
0: Yeah, it's. I don't. I don't think a lot of people were happy with it, but a lot of people were happy with it. It's like, it's different. It's it's definitely a different
1: take.
0: Different take on the Star Wars franchise. Yeah. So Taj had the idea to just talk about it and say what we would. Change basically in the film itself and the series.
1: Yeah. Because we are film students. We we make stories for our studies and we're going to say, how the fuck would we fix this piece we of like shit? We like to give
0: our opinions on movies that are generally regarded as good movies too. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. Well, from... We'll, we'll just start with the movie first because I think yeah. we'll start small and then we'll build into the whole series.
1: That sounds like a good idea.
0: So for... <laughs> It's just, like, if... For anyone listening who hasn't seen it yet, spoiler alert. But, like, seriously, it's been out for... How long? Three months? So, if you haven't seen it, whatever. It's... It's a massive leap.
1: The Last Jedi. Yeah. They needed to do something different after Force Awakens, and everyone's like, this is too basic. And they've tried that, and it's... There's just... Left with massive gaps and plot holes it's it's not good
0: yeah no it's Ryan Johnston is the director isn't he yeah Yeah.
1: so Ryan Johnston he's fairly he's not directed much which is probably what executives would like because then they have complete control over things yeah like I think the most notable thing he's done is Looper I believe yes yes. that was a fantastic movie that was a very great movie but that yeah when you're dealing with franchises it's
0: very different. Yeah, because like obviously dealing with a franchise as big as Star Wars, um, you have to kind of stick to what the fans know and what the producers know. Yeah,
1: there's there's expectations for the yeah. universe. It's really.
0: I'm just looking up what Ryan Johnson has directed, and he's done very. He's done very few films. He's done about five films. Yeah. That's... Like yeah, and the most notable ones are Star Wars and Looper. So. That's kind of like. The, I, I feel like, like you said just before, it's kind of a safe bet.
1: Yeah, it's. it's Ridley Scott did interviews. Like, someone asked him, would you ever do a Star Wars movie? And he had said no, because the producers would never let me have full credit control, yeah. which is what a person like Ridley Scott really needs. Yeah. But um, he says they love to get their directors young, like, different, so then they have complete control over what they think it should be. See, that was. A bit
0: rough, though, because they got um, J.J. Abrams, Mm. which was a massive step, but he did the Star Trek franchise, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, so I think they felt safe doing that because he... He's done a lot of those. Yeah, he basically had to direct both a reboot and an homage to the original Star Trek series. Yeah. So I I think they felt safe with that and that they understood... He understood where they wanted to go and they understood what he wanted to do so it was kind of like a mutual thing mm. but with ryan Johnston, they kind of just let him they let him do his thing but like it was still kind of what they wanted to do i guess
1: yeah a little bit it, it's i think let's start with what we've fixed with the movie. yeah yeah <laughs> so then we'll go out to everything so first off the thing i want to say is that whole sequence the whole sequence where you have that i need a master hacker who, who was it? The, the orange? Oh, I can't orange. remember. The, what's The little, place? The little orange. Oh, girl. yeah, Maz. Maz. I do um, I think. Yeah, she can't do it because there's, I don't know, an uprising or something. It's like, sorry, you're going to have to find a master code breaker by yourself. And they go through this whole kind of quest to find a master code breaker, go to this fantastic casino plant, which, which was pretty cool to see, but it provided nothing going forward. Yeah, it didn't
0: really do anything for the story.
1: Yeah, it, it just, it was a filler. Yeah. And first thing I would say is get that out of Cut, the way. Yeah. Cut that. Maz can come in because you're reintroducing a character they've already seen. Yeah. It, you know, it's it's she was introduced beautifully and I think she, she would have been a perfect fit for it, but apparently not. So, yeah, that's... Yeah, no, it's, that.
0: it's kind of funny because that sort of shit that they try and do, it's very it's kind of annoying because you have so many characters already that are in there and then they're like okay we need to shoehorn another character in here that's only going to be in it for three and a half seconds yeah and
1: who was it It was like benedict del toro yeah
0: and they kind of wasted him because he's a great actor he's a
1: great actor and he's just he's just there because he's betrayed them and for no reason
0: yeah and that's just kind of like well okay
1: (laughs) yeah oh okay
0: um, the uh, the next one I can kind of see brewing in your mind, whatever the hell happened with Leia. Oh my god! That w- so, in the film, one of the stormtroopers blows up the command center, the command the, the, bridge. the bridge. That's the what bridge. I'm looking for. Of one of the rebels. The, the lead rebel. The lead ship. rebel ship, and Leia gets ejected into space, and uh,
1: fucking frozen everything, <laughs> flies straight back into the where the missile hit and they rest, you know, gets picked up by the, by Poe Dameron. And what the fuck? Yeah, it's just like... I was laughing my head off going, what the fuck is happening? Yeah,
0: it's, it was one of those things where it's like, oh, hey, look, Leia can also do these magic, this magic as well. <laughs> She's yeah, not, it- it's, I don't know. I just don't know. it was... It just it shouldn't have happened. Yeah, no. It really shouldn't have. Because, like, think about how Han Solo died in mm. um, Force Awakens. That was such, like, a massive send-off, such a massive moment in the movie. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, so it's happening here with Leia 2, especially since um, Carrie Fisher had passed away. They can't, like... Yeah. The lo- one of the logical things to do would be to either kill off a character or... Retire. retire her
1: character, which could, which for a character like Nao, would never happen.
0: So no, it's
1: like I thought. I thought an early send off would have been different, yeah, but useful, like something that you know it's it affects the characters. It's a big blow to them and putting them into like a deeper dug hole than they're already in. Yeah, so you know it makes that climax and that rise so much more satisfying. But apparently, that's uh, not to be.
0: Yeah, no, and like. What's... The, the whole thing seemed like it was... They'll blow up the bridge, send her into space, and that's how she dies in the movie. But then they changed their mind. It was like, oh, wait, no. she Let, let her fly back in. She'll be fine. Yeah. We it, don't want her to die yet. And that's just kind of like, well, just let her...
1: It, it's, you know? It, it It's a pretty poor way to, to try and do something like that. But... Yeah. I think the whole thing... It, you, Luke as well like that whole first sequence on the island was yeah. really good but he stayed on the island
0: yeah and but like they had the whole thing where there's where he projects himself onto the planet to yeah. face Kylo um, which was also a pretty good scene
1: that was a great scene but I felt like having his presence there as a whole yeah. needed to happen Like I think the whole character arc of Luke as a you know as a whole it's like Did it make sense? Yeah, no. Like, you see...
0: It's... What really... It it relies a lot on... People actually going and looking for the answers. Rather than just understanding in the movie.
1: Which, in script writing 101, is the worst thing you can do in a film.
0: Like, let the audience...
1: Yeah. You need to reveal the information to the audience... In order to, you know, get them to have an idea. Yeah. But, you just...
0: Well, I saw the other day that Ryan Johnson went on Twitter and did this whole thread just saying like, oh, this is why Luke was cut off from the force. And then when he came back, it was such a stress and that's why he died. I'm just like, well, that's Mm. like at least put it in a way where it's more showing him in a better light other than he's just this dick who disappeared for
1: 30 years and I see this meme on Facebook and I know it's not the most reliable of information but it's like in Return of the Jedi he's like he his father's the Sith Lord yeah. and he still sees the good in him yeah. and you know saves him but Kylo Ren has one you know bout of uh, Sith tendencies and it's time to chop his fucking head off
0: he has a fucking emo stretch and which never stops apparently but he has like his teen angst phase and then, and then Luke's like, "Oh, better kill him."
1: Yeah, it it doesn't make much sense, and I don't. Yeah, I'm just yeah. Still it's, not sure. Yeah, yeah. The, there's a lot of things I would go, I would do differently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like obviously the master codebreaker thing, but yeah, even that climax, like mic oh, fell over that mic fell over that's convenient <laughs> um let's try fix it just drop down again there yeah, we go that that works there we go um
0: where's the spike there it is, there it is.
1: <laughs> uh but yeah i think even in the first movie having luke you know he was like imdb he was top of the list yeah for force awakens like holy shit it's gonna be so good but i don't and then he wasn't in it at all he wasn't in it at all and that was not too bad but I think it would have been being cool to to see him you know reunited yeah like I think he look, Mark Hamill said in a present interview you know sometime I think on the premiere So like it was a real missed opportunity I really would have loved you know Luke to come in as well yeah in that scene with Han and then is there and then he sees you know Han, Han die and that would be like you know a really yeah really that would be push. like
0: a good introduction back for a character to, for him to come back and then see such a traumatic thing like that and then he'll be like, okay, I'm going to come back and I'll be Master Jedi again and yeah. everyone's hope.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah, it is a big missed opportunity Yeah, there's a, there's not really much you can do about it.
0: Yeah, no, like it, there were, like it's not, it's not a bad movie per no. se, it was just a little bit disappointing I reckon in in a sense that it tried to do too much and then we were expecting so much more of it.
1: Yeah. But uh it especially know Force in not Force Awakens, the um Last Jedi, it felt very Empire Strikes backy Yeah. And I didn't I don't mind that kind of you know, that gap where they're on the run, it's like like they really got them pinned, but it again it felt a bit too much of that element. Like Yeah. The the first part, the opening act was, you know, they're on the run and I'm like, Oh no, not this. Yeah. And then I'm like, then there's that final scene with all the you know, the again eighty eighties just yeah. Um, you know, flying into there, I'm like, really?
0: It's like, because, um, what do you call it? Empire Strikes Back yeah. is probably regarded as the best of the original trilogy, you'd say. Yeah. Um, and then, what do you think worked in that that doesn't work in...
1: Well, it was... It had one of the biggest secrets of cinema history. That's true, yeah. It's the first time they were on the run. Like, you know, it was such yeah. a fresh, original idea.
0: Yeah, I guess that's right, because the first time that you see the good guys having to retreat, because usually it's like, oh, the good guys are yeah. winning so well, but, oh, wait, wait they got to leave now. They're not yeah. winning.
1: They're not winning. They're on the run. It's such a... Look, the character arcs are so well-defined. Yeah. And then you've got, like, betri- you've got true betrayal with Lando Calrissian. Yeah doing what, obviously, he needs to do. Yeah. And that just makes it so much better. Mm. But with The f- Last Jedi, I will say one thing I w- one character could would completely get rid of is Rose. Yeah.
0: That was... Not yeah.
1: That I... She is so annoying. <laughs> she, the, the love arc between her and Finn was...
0: That's sad. completely... Com-
1: it, it's unnatural. Yeah. It just doesn't flow. And it's just like... You see two characters in a... If you want to make that, it's like... It's like, yeah, that that makes sense. It seems cool. It seems yeah. natural. But it just doesn't work. It, it seems very forced. Yeah. And... Mm, the uh, the archetypes don't even match that well either, I reckon. Not really, no. Because you got... Like, she's a nobody engineer. Yeah. And he's seen as, you know, a hero of the resistance. Yeah. That just doesn't quite make sense in...
0: Well, in a sense that, like, they met by, like, chance. Yeah. And then, like, all of a sudden, they're going off to find a master yeah. code breaker together. Like, it doesn't it make fun, any you sense. You're going
1: off to find a master code breaker together because she's the only engineer around. Yeah. And it's just like, come on, man. Yeah. And, and she, like... And she ruined a perfectly good end to Finn. Like, at death, like, as much as I'm like, oh, really, do I want to see this? It seemed like it would be alright. Yeah. Like, a necessary sacrifice.
0: Wait, did she die, though?
1: She did. She's in a coma again. <sighs> like... She she's like, you know he was, you know, At the end was of, yeah. at the end of Force Awakens, you know, just absolutely.
0: Yeah, it's the like like we've been saying this whole time. It's seriously there's so much stuff that has just been shoehorned in. Yeah. For the sake of being there, and I mm-hmm. honestly don't know what's going to happen for. Was it number number nine? Number nine.
1: Yeah. I will say, I did not see that part where Snoke dies. No, that was a I was massive surprise. by that.
0: And um, I think it was
1: really good. Uh, yeah, I think it was a good thing. But coming into number nine, I don't think it's going to be that great because, first of all, I was really interested to know who Snoke was. Yeah, yeah. Like, some of that amount of force power not being able to be seen in any of the previous movies Yeah. is big.
0: And then also to, like, be able to like you said, like have such a strong force power and manipulate other people's force powers so that they have yeah. visions of each other.
1: Yeah. Like they connect each other through a force. Yeah. that's massive. Like
0: And then also dude the dude restarted like this the Empire basically. Yeah. Which is like a massive feat in in of itself because the Empire was basically in rubble at the end of mm. um Return of the Jedi.
1: Yeah. It's
0: It's like it's a massive it's a massive thing to just kill him off without like giving any backstory but it was a good, it was a good surprise so it's kind of like a double-edged sword there.
1: Yeah, you you kill off kind of some potential for some backstory but it it was a real (laughs) defining moment for Mm. for Kylo Ren but I still think, you know, everyone's like, oh my god, Kylo Ren is so powerful. I don't see that.
0: No, I don't see that. He's a little whiny bitch. Yeah,
1: he's a whiny little asshole.
0: He's a, he's an Anakin Skywalker like he's, yeah, he has the potential to be a good character, mm. if he just made up his freaking mind.
1: Yeah, he's it, not well defined. No, and it's a bit messy.
0: Yeah, and he's like, yeah, and I think if they kind of develop that relationship between him and Ray as well, mm. like everyone's saying, it should be a romantic relationship. I don't. No, think I see that. that.
1: I've seen, you know, memes like yeah, Rilo. Rilo. It's it's disgusting. No, yeah, stuff.
0: well, like, cause I've also seen other people being like violence towards each other is not a precursor to love. Like, it shouldn't be like that. And, like, I don't think it should be love. I think it should be just friendship. And then, I I think... think,
1: I don't think it should be friendship. I always see those things like, it's like a mutual respect for each other. Yeah. It's like, you're enemies, you're on the wrong side, but you've got that respect for each other. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there'll be circumstances where you won't have to do, you know, have to kill each other.
0: Well, I guess, I guess that's what they did at the end of um the Last jedi
1: mm.
0: cuz they fought off the guards together and that was like an amazing scene
1: yeah
0: um and then yeah they so they you kind of saw a glimpse of that oh excuse me um mutual respect
1: yeah
0: um but then it had to go back to kylo being like i'm your supreme leader and then just like yeah
1: i think also one more thing with the last year i think pointy about this last thing is ray's parents
0: that was completely unnecessary i I think
1: if you i think it's great for her arc if she's you know she becomes she's from nobody yeah that's perfectly fine but that's not really too great when you're just like you leave it to suspicion like yeah you leave her parents to like so nothing, and then are just like, they were nobodies.
0: Well, yeah, that was such a big thing in the first movie. Like, you kind of were like, okay, so this little girl got left on... Jakku. A, Jakku. to basically die. Yeah. That's what it seemed anyway. It had to be someone of significance because they didn't want her to... Something to happen to her or her to turn out some certain way. Yeah. And then all we got was, oh, yeah, they were just nobody. Yeah, it, which is like I get where you're coming from when you say it's good that she came from nobody because then it's kind of oh, like yeah. she defined herself yeah. as a character and not like from this trauma but like mm. I don't know mm. it's it's a very fine line
1: yeah but I think if we're going to talk about this reboot which is is very good I think like J.J. Abrams kind of the story he created in the yeah. first one was quite was very good especially with Ray's character she was yeah. very well defined but I feel like the whole universe they created it was a bit basic yeah I would have loved to see something where it it cuts quite a few ties from the rest yeah and it's something completely new it's a new kind of new era yeah you know like kind of what you see with the old the old republic which I'm not sure how much people know about that whereas like 2000 years before the events of the prequels
0: oh okay and that,
1: that's very you know often the like, novelization yeah. it's, like an, it's like an MMO video game yeah. so not, <laughs> not many people know much about it but it's like it's very different yeah. to um what you see and I think it should have been a lot like that like should have kept ties some ties
0: from like some callbacks the aftermath. Yeah. yeah
1: but it really just kind of like you made it a whole new empire again like yeah. you see different That you see stormtroopers again and no matter how different they look, how much different the mask looks, they're still stormtroopers. Yeah, they still have. You made a new Death Star. <laughs> yeah. Like you made Death Star the size of a planet. It's. It's like yeah,
0: you just call it a different name. Star yeah. Killer, same name, just yeah. swoop and switch them yeah.
1: around. You you give the Rebellion a different name, but it's the yeah. same. Like Admiral Ackbar's still there for crying out loud. Yeah, that. that's how you know it's still a Rebellion. Didn't he
0: was... die in the Last Jedi? He did.
1: He did. God damn it. And yeah, I just think it. You had so much potential for like a completely new universe like yeah. you know like two you know human sides like instead of like a galactic empire yeah, like two well, different I, like factions of you know proper governments yeah
0: I feel like that might also be like so would you say that um, Rogue One kind of did that they kind of separated themselves or like
1: I think oh it, not not really really no actually yeah, yeah. I think because Rogue One's a different it's a story within that yeah. universe you know it's those kind of spin-off stories, like, just that, the spin-offs, there's something different. Yeah. You know, they add more context to the era that they were made in. Yeah. But this, this is like, Force Awakens, this new yeah. sequels, it's a whole new... It's a whole new thing that they have to yeah, face. It's a yeah. whole new universe, you know, 30, maybe even 50 years down the track. Yeah. It's a completely new d- universe, kind of different. Because, you know, you got the Clone Wars, you know, where it's like... Yeah, I'd it's like, yeah. ...by you know, there's so much different things there. It's so
0: much more political, that yeah. one. Because, like, then you also see, like, governments, like, deciding what side they want to take depending yeah. on who they're wooed by.
1: Yeah, and I th- I think that's probably half the reason why the prequels failed. Just yeah, because it was, it was too
0: much politics. They did too much talking.
1: Yeah, and the dialogue was pretty poor. It
0: was, yeah. Just, there's, we could talk for hours and hours about, about how bad the I... prequels were.
1: Yeah the only good thing about the prequels really is just the, the Clone Wars series yeah
0: That's they're really, like that was like the that, best part yeah
1: only because you know they've got so much more time to digest yeah. and think about these things but I'm not gonna settle on that I'm yeah, i kind of sick about talking about Star Wars yeah we'll
0: move on because like I feel like we could just mm. for, Star Wars in general is such a massive
1: franchise franchise
0: that we could just talk yeah about anything and everything about it and yeah. never hear the end of it
1: yeah, but, like, thing is, Star Wars, like, back in the day, 70s, that was so new and su- such a big risk.
0: Oh, yeah, like, uh, anybody who grew up with those movies would say that, like, mm, you'd never seen anything like it because yeah. it was, like, what, like... Movies like Alien and that, did they come out afterwards, after Star Wars or before?
1: Um, Alien, I think, was after... I would think it was after
0: Yeah. That.
1: Thing is, what I want to think about is... I don't think we're ever going to... In the near future or long-term future, I don't think we're going to even see the the next Star Wars. Not as in, like, a franchise, like, the next big thing like Star Wars, like Star Trek or Lord of the Rings, those massive franchises. Yeah. Because, simply put, Hollywood doesn't want to take the risks.
0: Yeah, because, like, it's a massive... A massive... What would you say? Investment to get into a franchise that that's... It's that that big.
1: Yeah. Producers have a formula for things like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. All those Star Wars, those franchises are massive. And they've got a formula that's so safe. And risk taking can either be really good or really bad for Hollywood. Yeah. Like if you get take a risk but you do it right, you you're earning billions. You yeah. do it wrong, you lose billions. That's the thing. Yeah. They really don't want to take those risks anymore, which is probably why I'd say Hollywood's turning pretty badly
0: yeah i think yeah just real quick just touching on before um the so star wars the first star wars came out in 1977 yeah. and then alien came out in 1979 the first ki- the one of the more popular kind of sci-fi movies not so much a s- franchise but like a really popular sci-fi movie 2001 a space odyssey came out in mm-hmm. 1968 so that was, do you reckon that kind of helped spark like a interest in Star Wars for that generation? Or
1: I think two thousand one, a space odyssey. I haven't seen the film. Mm-mm. I will be honest, but I think you know sci fi in that time was coming really different, like slowly, slowly. So Star Trek was also a thing before. Yeah, and I was watching a video. It's like Star Wars was like when you look at Star Trek, they would have they would have the ship like in outer space. They would have the ship. And it was, like... It was still. Yeah. And you had... You were moving the camera. Yeah. Now, now what Star Wars did is... They... I can't remember how they did it. But in those space battles, they found a way to innovate. Like, look at... Go back to Star Trek. It was, like, slow. Yeah. It was, like, very... Tack, you know, like, a chessboard kind of yeah. game. Like, that kind of slow. But then you come into Star Wars, and it's fast. Like, you've seen it. You've yeah, seen Yeah, you got the wars. X-Wings coming Your around. X-Wings coming you know, down be, for a bombing yeah. run. you got, you know yeah um what are the Imperial ships again TIE Fighters the TIE, there, TIE right? Fighters they're yeah. coming in you know from the side it's so fast paced and they innovated the way to capture that yeah so I think when you think you know sci-fi was coming more and more innovative and then yeah you know, Star Wars is coming in and then they just completely changed the game mm. like with all that universe yeah but yeah I think it was just sign of the times yeah you know, yeah Star Wars was the, and know, it was the just, yeah the crown jewel yeah
0: Yeah, it was like, yeah. There's always, I feel like there's always going to be some sort of movie like that, but none that are going to live up to Star Wars level.
1: Mm. We'll have to see because one thing I want to talk about is the amount of Hollywood reboots that. Yeah. Hollywood is spitting out, and it disgusts me, really. Well, yeah,
0: because I actually did, I remembered I did an assignment on this for uni, and um, I was just talking about how the lack of original ideas is going to affect Hollywood and it's going to make us make movies very difficult to make.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really hard because if you look at like the movies that come out this year, mm. like I remember in one of my uni classes they showed me like the top ten movies for that week. Yeah. Two of them were new IPs, like intellectual properties. Yeah. The rest were based on like existing IPs. And some of them, it was, like, inspiration. Yeah. This was, like, the week, like, Beauty and the Beast and Get Out came out. And it's, like, I think what's interesting to see is, like, the the new IPs, the new completely fresh ideas are horror movies.
0: Yeah, so, like, Get Out was one of the first ones that made me kind of look at it and just, like, holy shit, that's, like, an amazing concept for a movie. And it's completely, it's almost completely completely original, original. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think, I think, and that's why the Oscars, I think, are really important because they put a spotlight on this now. Yeah, because I think all the new ideas, all the completely fresh ideas now, go through the Oscars.
0: Yeah, it's because it's because you don't know, like the Oscars have already probably celebrated the ones that they've they're remaking. Yeah. But like, not for stuff like set design and stuff like that, but in terms yeah. of like screenplay and but like a best original movie and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, but it's like I remember. You see so many concepts and, like, really? You're making that? Like, they remade Kong Skull Island. Yeah. I watched that the other day. That was trash. Hmm. Um, they're remaking The Lion King and they remade Beauty and the Beast and The Jungle Book. Yeah. then like, so, live action. Uh, the
0: Jungle Book wasn't too bad. Yeah. It was, like, it's... The thing I'm just looking at is it's unnecessary. Yeah. Because, like, look at, also, Ghostbusters. Ugh. They remade that, like... And as a standalone movie... It's Mm. not too bad, but since it's a remake, it's terrible because you're like, well, why did you do it? Yeah. That movie was that this 80s movie with like some of the most memorable characters characters and concepts. Yeah. It's like, and then you've just gone and remade it for no reason with all women. Yeah. The women. Okay. That sounded really condescending, but the part it's, it has nothing to do with the fact that it's all women because they're all fantastic actresses yeah and they probably made the better part of the movie but it's just like why make it why redo it
1: yeah it's there's so many movies now I'm like really and it's a grab at money yeah like they want to play movies have always been about safe bets market research how will this work Mm. it's um and I think they're running out of ideas to try and get that you know get that Fresh ideas, yeah. and concepts, and there there are some still being made, but it it's heading down a plan to like franchise.
0: Yeah, it's hard to, like, get a movie, popular or make a movie popular when there's no real footing to yeah show your audience.
1: Yeah, and there are kind of you know for the non IP non new intellectual property films there are there are exceptions like Ready Player One like book, book to films have been a thing for ages. Yeah. And they've they've done beautifully, so, like, Harry Potter... Harry Potter
0: and the Twilight series and all that. Like, they're not similar at all.
1: No, but But in the sense of book-to-movies that were completely, you know... Yeah. Successful. I think Twilight's a bit different because other people have, like... Just because of the nature of the the book. But, like, people look on Harry Potter in the films... And they see so much, like, love and things put into that. And I think all the best Harry Potter fans... Have are like fans of the books and movies alike. I would say. Well, yeah, that's
0: that's me because I was, I've read all the books and I mm. see you have the books right over there.
1: Yeah. Have you read them? I read up to not halfway through number six. Okay. Because I just remember like when I was little, mum would always read them to me. Yeah, yeah. And that was the way to get me to sleep.
0: Well, yeah, that's a thing because um, I know my parents would have been. When did the first the first one came out in what like ninety seven I think. Yeah. The first book. Um, And then... So, like, my parents and my grandparents would read them to me, like, since I was Mm. however little, and I'm sure you were the same. Um, And I think that's just kind of, like, that connection... Yeah. ...that people have with the books. And then the movies themselves, they're not identical to the books, obviously, because it's hard to condense a book into a movie. Yeah. But it does well in, like making its own identity as well as um, you know honouring the book and its legacy
1: yeah and I think going back to reboots quickly like mm. they're, most of them are total trash and like yeah. half of them have the rock in them like, yeah, like Kevin Hart he, okay. if you want to see a good reboot film it's going to have the not a good reboot film but if you know it's going to be like shitty to get money because they've had the rock for Star yeah. Power they got Kevin Hart for Star Power
0: like yeah. have you did you ever see Jumanji I did not see Jumanji no, no neither did I I heard it wasn't too terrible though
1: yeah it I think it started off the trailer yeah I'm gonna say it started off well you know it had some teenagers It's, it looked alright yeah. and then it came into the movie and that whole kind of gimmick of different gender completely like like different archetype yeah. to the one that they the character they've been set in the game it, yeah I don't like that it's just it clashes but that's just me Mm. But I think there is exceptions when you do reboots. Well, is when you completely kind of complete give a completely fresh take on it. Yeah, and a complete overhaul. In my my um, you know, thinking of this, the twenty one, twenty two Jump Street. Yes. Because they yeah. are brilliant, hilarious films, and I think and they work.
0: They did well, yeah, and everyone loved them. And there, I think it's just because they got the right people to write and direct yeah. it. Because if they got someone who's like who's
1: basic you've never heard of yeah
0: they'll pretty yeah. much just take the TV show and mm. take all the best parts from that and put it in but
1: like what Yeah, they did then they only they, they took the, con- the best skeletal concept yeah. of the TV show where it was people going to the high school to try and you know be cops Yeah. undercover and I think that it works so well when they completely overhauled it you know with the witty comedy of Ice Cube, yeah. Channing Tatum, and Joni Hill. That's like a combo trigger Yeah, Just the whole kind of devices the they are they put in there was brilliant.
0: It yeah, it really worked well, and it's like, it they, yeah, because they they also had like a lot of things that the TV show couldn't really do, so yeah. they could, um, like really stretch the vulgarity and the <laughs> everything else about yeah. like. That because the TV show was very, I've I've only seen a couple episodes before, but it was very, very eighties, like yeah. very nineties eighties, um, and it was like it was good, but they did, just couldn't really stretch its wings like the movies did.
1: Yeah, I mean that there's completely different themes and things like that. Yeah, so that, that's fine, but yeah, I think there's other movies you look at and you're like, is that gonna be good? Like the one thing I know is gonna be shit is they're making like a total rampage movie. The right. Video game? Yeah, I remember starring the, video game. the rock, Ugh. and it's like he's like a zookeeper, and he's like he's got like this like gorilla that he's bonded with. Next, like, and then three days later, the you know the monkey or the gorilla is three times its size, yeah. and it come like it's massive, and then you know there's this big ass wolf that breaks it out of prison, and then they just go destroying the city, and it, it looks. Bad. I
0: I just don't. Yeah, I don't know about that because. It's like... It's really dumb stuff like that. Like... Yeah. It, like, yes. a Total Recall movie just wouldn't work because... Which they have Ramp- tried. They, yeah. Like... Oh, wait, no, not Total Recall. Total Rampage, sorry. Yeah. I just got my words mixed up. Um, no, Total Rampage. It just wouldn't work because the game is so, like...
1: The game was an arcade game. Yeah. Legit. There was no story to it and all you did All you was, did was destroy shit. <laughs> was destroy things and try not to get killed by the army.
0: Yeah. And just like it won't work as a movie it'll work as like a black mirror episode at best or a doctor who episode or um what do you call it um something i can't remember never mind
1: yeah and yeah it's really unnecessary and i think this whole reboot saga put a spotlight on something really kind of really worrying is the video games to movies trend yeah, Which we've seen before, and I've never seen it work well.
0: I've no, never really like. What do we yeah. have? We have Assassin's Creed, which, came, Assassin's out recently, Creed which came
1: out recently. Which it was. I I it, didn't see it, but it, my brothers did, and they said it was like it's a CG first. Yeah, it just wasn't that great.
0: It wasn't awful.
1: Mm. Wasn't good by any means. But I think even. Even by choosing Assassin's Creed, which whose story wouldn't, I wouldn't say is the best with...
0: Well, there's, there's so many options that you can do for Assassin's Creed. Yeah. And they went with a new one, which was a bit of a leap.
1: Yeah. But problem I find is they stuck onto that kind of gimmick of having that person going back into their ancestors' yeah. memories. And I think that whole kind of element to Assassin's Creed, trying to tie it together, is terrible. And should never have been done. Like, I, I would have been completely fine following a stroke of a different assassin every time. Yeah. But that's that's besides the point. Like, yeah. you had other films, like, obviously you got to mention the Mario and Luigi oh, shit fest that no, went God. down in the 90s.
0: What's your name? Mario. Last name. Mario. Yeah. Your name's Mario Mario.
1: <laughs> it, it, it was so bad. And now you got this, you've got a Lara Croft movie coming out.
0: I think that might be good. I have a really strong feeling it might be good.
1: Yeah, I think Lara, Lara Croft, they've rebooted her again. She's, I think it's a character you can get done right. So.
0: Yeah, well, since the game had a massive overhaul, they yeah. they pretty much redid the whole thing. and was like, okay, we need to make a good game again. Because, like, mm-hmm. the original ones were really good. And then they dropped off probably around the same time they tried to make the Tomb Raider movies with Angelina Jolie. Yeah. And... Yeah, they didn't work well at all. They weren't no. good, um, but I think this one will be good because it's more Indiana Jonesy than anything else.
1: Uh, I haven't seen that trailer yet. So
0: yeah, it's
1: yeah, it, it it feels like the game too. Yeah, but even with games like you, you had like Pixels, oh. Adam Sandler, Peter Dinklage, and I'm just looking at that. And I'm like, really and yeah it's, it's it's bad and
0: oh my god that doesn't sum it up at all <laughs>
1: yeah and I'm just trying to wonder how you know things like this are going to be good and yeah like it's... how i just try and wonder how film executives who dabble in hundreds of millions of dollars say that idea is going to sell yeah and I don't I don't know
0: yeah well they cause what other games have they done they've done Doom with The Rock again
1: have they done that? I've they not did Doom. Yeah, no,
0: it was two thousand three. I want to say they did it, uh, and the only memorable part of that whole movie was this first person, um, like moment, basically, like not even a whole scene. It was about five yeah. seconds, like three minutes, I think. Of <clears throat> First person shooting, like the game, yeah, which was amazing yeah. because that's pretty much all Doom is—a first yeah. person shooter where you go around and you can't jump and you can't look up and down; you just look side to side.
1: Yeah, it's. I think there's been movies like that where they've used that gimmick. Like, I yeah. don't know if you heard of a uh, Hardcore Henry.
0: Yes. Yeah, I did that. Heard, yeah.
1: That movie looked—it was a full feature film with a guy yeah. with a GoPro on his head, and the story's been told told for his first person. Yeah. And yeah,
0: it worked though, didn't it? It was yeah. like actually like re- well received.
1: Yeah. It, it's good for like front indie film, you know. Yeah. And yeah, there's just
0: just like some and what else is there? There's um god I was just thinking about right at the tip of my tongue. Um I just, I can't remember. Just had a mental block. Yeah. But like yeah, those you know, mm Oh, two. Uh, Mortal Kombat, of course. Oh. Because the, the first Mortal Kombat movie was really good. Yeah. And then they did the second one, which was really trash.
1: Yeah. It. But I feel like when you come through all these reboots, it really um, opens the. It's really opened the way. This last year I found for horror. Yeah. Like you've had two of the best films a year. are horror like Get Out and It. And yeah, and it, it wasn't. It was a reboot in yeah. itself. And But I think with Hot, it's really coming through its own shell now. Yeah. And I think it, it puts a spotlight on these more original ideas. Yeah. So you've got things like, um, what, what else did I say? Like Three Billboards, which I really want to see. Yeah. You've got shape, awesome. oh, I'm going through all the Oscar frontrunners right yeah. now. Yeah. Like shape of Water. There's like other, you know, kind of movies that look exciting. Like Dan Thieves is coming out soon. Yeah. And that, that looks awesome. really gritty and really kind of different up keen to see how that works
0: they have um there's also uh ladybird that looks like Mm. it's like a dark comedy
1: yeah
0: um and it looks really freaking awesome
1: really yeah but yeah i think it it's important now in these age of reboots for these independent filmmakers or original ideas to really punch through the marketing and say this is new this is exciting you will want to see this over the rest of this mediocrity.
0: Yeah, like, this is... Like, to shine through stuff like Marvel films and Disney films, which everyone knows you're going to go see. Yeah. Um, you have to really make something special. And I think that's... Yeah. I think that's really good for filmmakers nowadays because it kind of pushes them to yeah. think of the next best thing.
1: And there's so many different avenues. So you can try and get, you know, claims and, you know, try and get accreditation and, like, credit through um, film festivals... Yeah. ...before getting into, you know, a full movie release. It... Also, you need to, you know, pick your... You know, your screening dates well. Yeah. So, you know, oh, they're filming Black Panther mid feb Releasing... Ba- <coughs> sorry. Releasing Black Panther mid-February. Yeah. Right? How about we try maybe May when they're not releasing a film... Yeah. ...and it's on, you know, that low-key. So, I think that's really important and picking, you know, an audience that is going to love this film. Yeah. But, yeah, it's... um. It's, yeah, it's really make, presents an opportunity. And I think even an Australian film. Like, there's um, one I want to go see is, like, Sweet Country, where some um, mm. Aboriginal man has shot a white fella. Yeah, I saw and the my trailer mom, for that last night. My mum really wants to see it, so I'm probably going to see it sometime this week. And, yeah, it's things like that. Just well, the, yeah, because
0: really... that's an interesting story, and it also... It's mm. an Australian film, and Australian films always love to explore yeah. how different... The different cultures around... Yeah. The country and stuff like that, and which is which will be really interesting. I reckon. Yeah,
1: speaking of Australian film, I just want to know Dundee is it happening? Is it
0: no, happening? It's, fake. it's fake, it's a tourism ad for
1: Super Bowl. Okay, because I'm just like, I have no idea because it looks real as hell. I know, like, it was a whole trailer scene where the American son of Dundee is like me and Chris Hemsworth, and it is such a good scene
0: it's like well I don't know because if they actually did decide to make that movie With it would like not it would be good but it would not be good
1: yeah like,
0: it'd be like fuck yes Australia but I, fuck no
1: yeah I, I feel like if you did it like that and you made sure people knew it was like that yeah it would be like a standoff from if the it was, original Dundee yeah. it's like a kind of comedic take which as I've said before like twenty one twenty Jump Street can work
0: well, yeah, because they're, they're so self-aware and they're so, yeah. like, this is such a piss take of it, but it works.
1: Yes. But I don't think anyone's going to pay that much for those, the actors that they've presented. Yeah, because...
0: Something like that. Oh, my God, I sent...
1: Oh, we were talking about this. In yeah, a like, Chris Hemsworth, Isla Fisher.
0: Yeah, like, uh, I it's... wrote down a list of them. Hang on, let me just, like, pull yeah, it up real quick. It's... Hugh Jackman, Isla Fisher, Liam and Chris Hemsworth, Margot Robbie, Russell Crowe, Ruby Rose, Jessica Malboy, and Luke Bracey.
1: Yeah, it's it's such a big thing
0: like that's a lot of like that's pretty much Australian A-listers yeah like can you like
1: god damn like that's that's amazing it's like every every good person we have (laughs) yeah
0: everyone who isn't currently on Neighbours or
1: yeah Home and Away or it's you know it may as well be a, a Neighbours Home and Away reunion yeah so but yeah that's that's that really. Mm. Um, so it, it is definitely fake. it? Yeah,
0: I think I at least I think so because I'm still not sure. I looked it up last night. I went searching yeah, yeah. the web and all I got was like a yeah. couple news articles saying like turns out it's just an ad for Super Bowl. I was like, well, is it though? Is it though? Is or is it? I don't know because it's IMDb thing doesn't say anything. It's the only three people it has on there is Paul Hogan, yeah, Danny I, McBride, and Chris Hemsworth.
1: I think it's. I think it might be fake. I hope it's fake. Like, <laughs> to be honest, but I, I just see it for the meme. To be honest. Oh it's yeah, like, it'd be such I a meme. I see it for a piss take, but yeah, um. But yeah, that's you know generally everything is Hollywood spit outs, but um. Yeah. Coming to more recent news, what is one hundred?
0: Yes, let's move away from um, your, uh, movies and let's talk yeah. about music.
1: Yeah. So. Uh, we, we, we had the celebrations... Yeah, we... Over, over where we're recording now, my house. Yes. Um, we, it, we were listening to it.
0: It's the... So it was on... It was First, let's just get this out of the way. It was on the day after Australia Day. The day after time,
1: Australia Day. Which, I
0: don't care. I honestly don't care.
1: Yeah, I don't... I'm like, if, if it's such an issue for people... I don't mind celebrating on the
0: 27th. Well, that's the thing, because I know the this. past, like, two, three years, we've had... Our celebrations, at least, is for the Hottest 100. Yeah. That's what we've gotten together for.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, not really... Yeah, it's like... That's a whole political thing that okay, I... I um,
1: don't think r- yeah, I'd rather <laughs> than willing yet to get into. <laughs> Probably not even qualified yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, really. But is anyone... I don't know. Like,
0: yeah certain people are certain people yeah. aren't
1: like but I, I feel like there's been surveys and like it'd be like 70-30 yeah. saying no we want to keep it on 26 mm. but yeah I think with a lot of things you know that, that minority is so loud yeah and you know we, we've seen that a lot of things you know with like and I'm I don't not sure how well this accurate this is but like you know the, the whole gay marriage thing there was such a minority it was so loud yeah cause it, it's and all the people was on both sides
0: yeah well the the People who wanted it were very loud about it. Yeah. Which is like understandable because it's like such a big thing for those people. But the people who didn't want it were also very loud about it. But they're the ones who are always shown on the news because then the people who yeah are in support of it always make an uproar about the people who aren't, and it's like it's yeah. just a massive
1: thing. But anyway, back to the back 100. to the hottest one hundred. I'm I'm not very happy with
0: it. I'm I was disappointed.
1: Yeah. I'm... There was. There was some big names on there. I'm like, oh, you brought things out this year. Okay, you deserve to be yeah. there. Like, I didn't realize ballpark music brought out new things. Yeah, Alt-J I saw but never really listened to. Like, I'll I'll bring up the list now. But, yeah,
0: um, it was it was um. Well, yeah, I don't know because this the artists on there were massive, like massive people. Yeah. And then, um, the songs themselves were kind of like. Not that not great. That great.
1: Like, so people were saying like gang of youths straight up robbed. I'm gonna yes, s-
0: I I agree with that though. But they had, what like we're looking here. They had two in the top five. They had three,
1: two in the top five, three in the top ten. I believe. Yeah.
0: Had, Something ridiculous yeah. like
1: that. And like. If my computer's gonna work. We'll get the full list.
0: <laughs> um. Number one is always gonna be disappointing.
1: Yeah. So I guess that, but. I guess not, because last year I was ecstatic that Flume got it.
0: Yeah, I, I that's love true. Flume. Flume he holds a
1: very special place in my heart, his yeah. music, those, like, Hilltop Hoods, Flume. Yeah. They, they were my childhood growing up. Around 2012, I got his debut album, mm. and then I got the deluxe album for my birthday, and I just continue to still listen to shit out of that album today. <laughs> like, quite honestly, it's such one of my favourite albums of all time. Yeah. But... I think there will always be times where number one's going to be a bit disappointing.
0: Well, yeah, because, like, I feel like... So this year, Humble, which I think everybody saw coming.
1: I didn't... Anybody... I didn't... Did you... Are you really? Out of pure retardedness, I thought... (laughs) (laughs) Because I've been listening a bit of Gang of Youth, but so I wasn't kind of too into it. Yeah. So I thought Magnolia from Gang of Youth was going to get number one.
0: That's true, that though. Because that song turned is... out that
1: song, fucking great, yeah. came around in 2015. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize. <laughs> um, but my number two, I thought was going to be Temptation by Joey Badass. Yeah. Like, that song is a fucking banger. Did, and was, it was even that? Even McDonald's? No, off, it didn't. Top 100. Didn't, no. And I am so mad about well, that. Well, no, and then also Craig, stuff. So like, things like Frank Ocean made 101 yeah. 101 for Frank Ocean like and his,
0: al- his album coming out was such a massive deal last year too
1: yeah and then you see like Big Shaq making number 51
0: but, but that was a meme and we were pretty meme. happy never, about that yeah but, um I, uh, you know what another thing I was surprised about um bloody Foo Fighters didn't get on there
1: yeah. They're, I can kind of see that because... They were... They're very mainstream. They're very that. mainstream and in rock. Now, the mainstream artists that would vote on here and kind of... Well, obviously, it's kind of ruined the kind of lineup. Yeah. A mainstream pop. They're like, Hottest 100. Yeah, okay, I may as well vote. Oh, Humble. Let's go Macklemore. Yeah. Let's go... I don't know. Who else have we got here? Like, so many other things that people i have never heard of.
0: Yeah. Well, I uh, colored, colored, colored,
1: No. Um, I'm all for Khaled well yeah
0: I get but like his he, songs
1: his songs are like half mainstream and half alternative yeah. purely because he's just you know such young upcoming yeah. artist and that's so good
0: he's good Um, who else have we got Like um, that Baker Boy one that was really good
1: yeah I, I mean, really haven't even heard that. of him but I'm like he's an indigenous well that's artist. his second
0: song and both of them were on he, the made, hottest he, he
1: put out two songs last year and, both of which yeah. are on the hottest 100 which is because they, they also
0: they called them up after his second one got on there and he was yeah. like he was over the moon yeah Smith Street Band only had two on there
1: yeah um, That
0: and their this new album um is quite good oh my god it's amazing uh, yeah. they, I I voted for two of their songs so I v- I voted for Passiona Passioner which was on there which was like 20 oh no it was like earlier than that, I can't remember
1: yeah so I'll go through my votes because I got them right here somewhere um because other. <laughs> so, like, for me, i put through, like, uh, quite a few indie stuff. Yeah. Stuff you would never have heard of. So, like, for me, I put Sally from Fundamentals because yeah. that is a banger and that got number eight. Yeah. I was very happy to see that. Um, Queens of the Stone Age, I put in there. They got in. like That song, The
0: Way You Used To Do. Yeah.
1: That's a really nice song.
0: See, I put Head Like a Haunted House by Queens of the Stone Age on there. Oh, yeah. And that didn't get there, which I was disappointed yeah. about. But um, I'm glad that Queens got on there.
1: Yeah. Deezy, Death Rays, Shred for Summer. That got 67. They They're a local Brisbane I band. I feel like they should have got more. I don't... Knowing how small they are... Yeah. And how, like, local they are, for a Brisbane rock band... Yeah. Really, they were, like, out of the two acts that headlined Foo Fighters, they were the first. Yeah. So they're really going places, but they don't have that momentum. But they're achieving such big things. Mm. And to see them get that recognition got me brought like, a little piece to my heart on like Yes. <laughs> But yeah, I've heard for like things like British band Caspian. Yeah. Who make some really good songs. They have like headline FIFA songs and stuff. I think it got in their past. None of the songs from their album got in there. A little bit disappointed about that. But yeah, the big one, as I was going to say, is Joey Badass with Temptation. Didn't even make it in the hottest one. Yeah. And that was such a big song. Like, and one of the big problems with Hottest 100 is you got people voting for things like Post Malone.
0: Yeah. That's like...
1: like... really? Like Portugal, the man even, is like half it yeah things like that such mo- mainstream songs
0: it's like yeah su- certain songs that you're just like yeah,
1: yeah. I, yeah it's, it's really like it's, Drake
0: yeah d- fucking Drake it, um it, this this list really does belong to people who you're like okay yeah like these are people who not many people know of and they've they've been on like unearthed yeah like Triple J unearthed Stuff like the June Rats, June like rats, they're
1: they're still like they're a pretty big band in that kind of truck Triple J yeah. ecos, eco you know Ecosphere and mm. they only got fifty five yeah well you what know
0: um I was listening to some June Rats the other day and then um I listened to some Nirvana as well yeah far out, it's they're hard to semi. distinguish the two and that's amazing to me because they're making brand new music that's just as like head banging and as like heartfelt as Nirvana yeah and like that's that's like really that's, hard that, to come by yeah.
1: and I feel like June Rats are like the biggest they kind of epitomise the bogan element of the yeah. there, and I have no problem with that Well, they are so good
0: their song Scott Green I think oh, kind of yeah. encapsulates their yeah. uh, let's just okay so this this shout out goes to our boy Adam George follow him on YouTube and Snapchat yeah. Uh, boys by charlie XCX. xcx
1: easily his favorite song probably for the year probably for yeah. a while now that came on at number 60 and i think everyone kind of got up and just started like just going out every
0: single one of us just went
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah the dance just because it's such a good song it's it like is it a heads.
0: good song and it's like it's uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, it just kind of yeah. I'm
1: just gonna say the jungle giants really swept up.
0: They did. How many did they have this year? They've.
1: I they had like five. Yeah. And I'd say a bit more than that. But yeah, it's there's quite a few things like.
0: I, I don't know. It, the was, Rubens had a new song now.
1: Yeah, me neither. Um,
0: Is that a whole new album or just?
1: I think it's just a whole new song, but there's like quite a few things here. Like I was. Um, the like of versions that came up, I was quite happy to see, like electric feel like yeah. Sultana, the you know Magnolia, not Magnolia, yeah. Blood by Gang Youths I maybe original one wasn't it up for voting though. No, I'm also I'm su- surprised. I'm surprised to see that.
0: Uh, ballpark music did a My Happiness cover. Yeah, I'm surprised that that didn't get on there. There's because that was a like of version as well.
1: Yeah, but that Paul Kelly, like Paul Kelly, didn't make it in. But I think that was a little bit surprising.
0: Yeah, like, because he's...
1: But what's his album, like, was it Life is Fine? I haven't listened to it. so. so was it... Was it any good? It was pretty good. It was pretty good.
0: There were some bangers on there. Yeah. Um, It wasn't...
1: It wasn't going to be, like, go out with your highest songs. It
0: wasn't, like, we'll, like, give him an award for it, but it was good. Yeah. And, like, it's Paul Kelly, like...
1: Yeah. I was just surprised to see the, the AB you know the UAB original yeah. cover of Dumb Things, which was massive. I, that didn't get on, the, and I could be one could have come out twenty sixteen, and I am just really yeah. Mm. <laughs>
0: did AB Original have anything? Did they release anything last year? I believe year? they
1: did. Yes. Um, did
0: they have anything on the, on uh, the I
1: don't think so. Hmm. AB Original is a fairly new band, and yeah, but I they're feel very like very political. Yeah, and I yeah, that doesn't quite fit in. Which yeah. I know, but they're a very political band, and you know one of the lead singers rappers excuse me bless you. um he's he's very he's a very busy man like yeah. he, he's like kind of like an Australian Donald, Donald Glover I'd say with what he does like he's just everywhere he's everywhere because I just want to just highlight this quickly because <laughs> let me tell you what he does He he's part of he's a solo artist yeah he's who released a song last year yeah he's, he's made AB Original a very political band about you know indigenous rights yeah He started his own music label called Bad Apple Records for young Indigenous artists. He's now... He's a writer. Yeah. So, he wrote... He's appears on The Weekly every week with Charlie Pickering. Yep. And he started writing a TV show with Matt Groening. Whoa. He's a busy man. He's a busy man. So, he's definitely a a creative powerhouse in, you know, that kind of Indigenous and Australian kind of sense. Yeah. So, he's definitely one to watch because... I think he's going places. He will go places. That he's, yeah, he's very, very good.
0: Yeah, that's good.
1: One other thing, I didn't realize the Killers. Were, yeah, no,
0: like, cause I no idea didn't they? They toured last year, didn't they?
1: I wouldn't know. I honestly. think I think it
0: was last year.
1: Yeah.
0: Um and like that was massive. I'm pretty. I'm. I think yeah. I honestly can't remember because last year went by so quick.
1: Yeah, I didn't even realize Vance joy brought something out. Like I recognized the song, I just didn't know it was. Yeah. It was joy.
0: He, that's no, a good song mm. too. Like,
1: yeah, but I remember a lot of people mad about like Gang of Youths getting number two. or oh, just, just being generally robbed.
0: They are. My mum went to go see them um, last year. She oh, said that it was one of the best concerts she's ever been to. It was at the Tivoli. Oh,
1: um, so I, it would have th- been. I think I heard. Euphoric. Yeah, but I remember someone saying on a on a certain Instagram video that they put on their spam account. I won't say who because you probably don't know him, but um it's like Gang use so like has kind of changed the way we see Australian music or how we kind of see Australian music and like kind of innovated and avoiding yeah. here so yeah and you know for that to kind of be put under Humble is like
0: well, really yeah like cause Humble had so much time to kind of fizzle out yeah it's like it's a good song like it's, we're it's not taking song. that away we're not from taking it.
1: that away from Kendrick it's Kendrick Blomar like He's, he produces yeah. banger after banger
0: dude did the soundtrack for he's doing the soundtrack for Black Panther, Panther. yeah, um, which was at the premiere the other night. Apparently, fantastic film, which yeah. I'm not surprised by. Yeah, um, but yeah, like Kendrick Lamar is a Lamar is a
1: great yeah artist. Although I think you know he's like his marquee song, "Humble." Here, I think. I still think Alright and to, um, King Kunta" is just a better song. Oh,
0: King Kunta was amazing.
1: Yeah, like, To Pimp a Butterfly, I think in general, is such a better album. Yeah. Purely because he, you know, he he's tried something different. He put jazz into it and all that. And such a different sound. Yeah. He's gone a lot more mainstream with this, but I think that's just a sign of the times and the mm. calibre of who he's becoming. Well, I don't, I don't know if that's who he's becoming because
0: he's like... I think he just puts what he wants into the music yeah. and
1: he, yeah. I think Probably. he's
0: also smart enough to know how to reach an audience and what he yeah. has to do to do that and that was
1: yeah I think it it really signifies his talent when he opens up the Grammys with a brand new song oh yeah that's like, a man, that's a ballsy move that is ballsy a brand new song you've never shown before yeah. and you put it in the Grammys Like that takes confidence it does cause like mm.
0: yeah you don't see anyone else doing that really no, like, really... you'll get you'll get people who have just released a single, yeah. and then they'll do that single on stage. Yeah. But you won't get people who haven't released a right. song at all. Yeah.
1: Because I think it's pretty fair to say that Kendrick Lamar's on his way to going. You know, the heights of the Kanye's, the Jay Z's. Oh, yeah, I his
0: I feel like high. he's already past that. No, like, maybe not it's so not much past it, but you he's on see him the same level. level I feel on like. that same level. Yeah. yeah. Well I've always seen him like that. I think yeah. I thought he's always been up there with those guys and
1: I think this new record has solidified that. Mm. Cuz I like, think thing with those Jay-Z's like Jay-Z was asked to do the Super Bowl but I think he's popular he he declined. Yeah. Like usually if you get offered to do Super Bowl halftime that is massive you massive. bloody you have well do it and you do that. Yeah. But he's so popular and he's so big that it's not going to hurt him. And he's yeah. just going to say no I think I might pass he's that big and I feel like
0: who's doing it now then
1: I oh, know that was I think it was a while ago I just remember seeing a report oh, on it okay. I don't know I don't know who it is it's cause last year it was Gaga Gaga yeah
0: yeah or the year before, I can't remember
1: yeah um let me see Super Bowl
0: um yeah um I would real quick dude my cousin went to the Phooey's concert the other night oh uh, holy he... shit he said he was right up the front, like the very oh. front. He said he was fi- about five meters away from Dave Grohl Dave at any Grohl. given time. He sent me a video. Holy crap, dude!
1: Yeah.
0: Oh my god, I was so jealous. Yeah. They opened up with "Run," which is a banger, and
1: yeah. I oh my Snapchat god. Snapchat and someone's like, just like, just break your leg already, Grohl. Yeah. This <laughs> is what we want to say. but yeah, it's crazy. Like, before that Super Bowl, half a time time performance. It's Justin Timberlake this year. Oh. Which is interesting. Yeah. I,
0: he hasn't released a new song recently, has he?
1: I think he has. But has he? I can't remember. But, um... Yeah, that's one of the topics we have for today. Yeah. So, it's been about been about a good hour, I'd say.
0: I feel like it's been a little bit. Yeah. Um, no, it's good.
1: No, I'm pretty... Good...
0: good yeah. Good conversation, good topics. I feel like we've stirred the pot.
1: Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, if you've listened this far... If, we, yeah, if you've if kept you've, listening. If you've managed to put up with our shit this past hour or so, thank you very much. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, be sure to stay tuned for the next one. Like, um, comment, subscribe. Yeah, but seriously, this is the first thing. So we're fairly new. So if you have any uh, any comments or... Helpful to pass tips. on, helpful tips for us. We're, we're always listening, so... Yeah. ...you can find it. But we're, we have Facebook. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We we have Instagram, we have Snapchats. You, Chances are, if you're yeah. listening
0: to this, you know us. So you just personal us. message us. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but yeah, anything like that, we're we're more than happy to to get feedback or constructive criticism. We're, yeah, we're all creatives. That's that's how it works. So yeah, thanks for right. so listening to episode number one of the uh,
0: poorly timed podcast. Poorly timed
1: podcast.
0: Yeah, and as you said, like when we did a test one of these, it's another poorly timed ending.
1: Yeah. So. Uh, Thank Thanks. you very much. Very uh, much. We'll, uh, we'll see you in the next one.